Welcome to the PDX Small Business Network podcast. Listen in as we interview small business owners in Portland, Oregon, and the surrounding area. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the PDX Small Business Network podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay. Today, I'm talking to a very special guest, Mr. Mac Pritchard, and he owns MaxList.org and a lot of other things. But we're mostly going to be talking about MaxList.org. So if you are searching for a job here in the Portland, Oregon area, you're going to want to check out MaxList. It's super cool and it's way better than all those other job sites because it's for us, us Portlanders right here in Portland. And you guys are going to love this interview. Mac was amazing. So get ready. Get ready for this interview. Before I do that, quick commercial. My name is One Click Lindsay. I run an online I run an online marketing agency called trafficandleads.com right here in Portland, Oregon. So, if you're having any trouble with pay-per-click, SEO, content marketing, social media marketing, or how to tie all those together into a really great email marketing program, you can reach out to us at trafficandleads.com. We can help you with all of those things. So that's my pitch for today. Let's hop into this interview with Matt. Welcome to the show. Well, hey, Lindsay. Thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> sure. Like, yeah, you have a lot going on. I'm so excited to talk to you. So I want everyone to know if you're searching for a job in Portland, I have the guy for you. Tell us what you do. Well, I run a online community. It's called maxlist.org. It's a website that attracts about 80,000 people every month, Lindsay. And we know from annual surveys of our readers that nine out of 10 of them are are right here in Oregon or Southwest Washington. And the reason they visit our site is we have a job board where you'll find positions you won't see anywhere else, about four to 500 jobs a month. And because many jobs never make it onto job boards, we also provide lots of great content about how to look for work. Uh, there are a couple books, online courses, articles, and a weekly podcast. Because candidly, Lindsay, I was this way. Maybe you were too. I did not swing by the career services office when I was in college or talk to my high school guidance counselor. So I learned my job hunting skills by trial and error. And if we're going to have success looking for work in Portland or anywhere else, we really need to master job hunting as a skill. Yeah. Amen to that. So are you saying if we follow all of your advice here on MaxList, then uh, it's going to be easy to find our dream job in Portland? Uh, you know, it's anything worthwhile requires effort. So it's, I'm, I'm not going to kid He's you. He's not making promises, people. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, anything uh, worth the effort is going to be even more gratifying when you accomplish the goal. So uh, you know, right now in Portland, even with... Uh, a record unemployment rate, there's still a lot of competition for positions because uh, of the quality of life here in the city. We attract people from all over the country and, and even the world. So that means it's even more important to get your job hunting skills uh, sharp and in place and to think about um, goal setting and figuring out what you want to do next. That's so cool. So how did you get into the whole um, being a professional job hunter? How, like, how, how come you're such a professional at it? I believe you are. How did this come to be? Well, I'm self-taught and I actually run two small businesses. One is MaxList here 
in Portland, and it employs five people. Uh, and then I run another company called Pritchard Communications, Lindsay, and it works with nonprofits, foundations, and purpose-driven brands, not only in the Pacific Northwest, but across the country. And I'm actually in my late 50s, so my career has been in communications and politics, government, and nonprofits. And I'm an inveterate networker. I love to connect people. And uh, that's a central value for both of my companies. Uh, and about 17 years ago, I started a very simple list as a way of staying in touch with uh, colleagues in Salem, the state capital. And I would send them, I would share job postings. And uh, my list grew very slowly. Even after uh, nine years, it was still uh, about a thousand names. And uh, but once we launched a website about uh, way back in 2010, it took off, and uh, there and employers started uh, paying us for postings, and and we're really good at community building, both at MaxList and Pritchard Communications, and and that's what we've created with MaxList. That's cool. Outside of the amazing information you have on MaxList, you know all of the information with the podcast and all the blog posts. What what would make what makes a job, a guy who is posting a job, post on MaxList over like over like Monster, or Indeed, or all those others. What what makes you guys so special? Great question. Employers tell us when we ask them that, Lindsay, that the difference with MaxList is this: they get fewer applicants, and they're the right applicants. Wow. Now, when you post on on Monster or Indeed, which are are fine companies, but they reach a national audience, and so if you're an employer in Portland or uh, in any city, you're going to hear from people all across the country, uh, maybe in, from all 50 states. And chances are, as an employer, you you probably don't have the budget to fly in candidates and or to pay relocation costs. So you end up with a huge stack of, of resumes from interested candidates, and you have to sort through them to find the 10, 15, or 20 people who you actually want to interview who are, in most cases, local. With MaxList, because we're based here in Oregon and largely southwest Washington, uh, employers tell us they hear from fewer candidates but the right people. And, wow. And, and, yeah. So that's that's the advantage. The other is that we, um, we're not about just about job listings, we're also about building community. So we do about six events in the Portland community every year, typically in partnership with a local college. Uh, and we also do webinars and we connect with the people who look at our job postings through newsletters and articles on our website. So the candidates who come to employers through MaxList are, are much better educated job seekers and often are much clearer about what they want to do. And so too many people, Lindsay, candidly use the job search process as sort of discovery to figure out what they want to do. Mm -hmm. And often uh, they're not successful in job interviews because of that. And if you, one of the keys to a successful job search is before you start applying for positions, know what you want. And that can take some work. But if you do it, uh, you're going to have a, a, a much more productive job search. It's probably going to take you less time too. So awesome. I love it. I just love, I love your purpose. I love the community. I love everything about what you're doing here. Um, as far as like the payment structure goes on MaxList, uh, is it just the employers that are paying and can I apply to any job without paying or how does that work? Yes. Employers pay for the job listing. So as a job seeker, the website is free. 
as uh, is the, the weekly podcast and the articles on the website. Uh, we do have two books, including one about looking for work in Portland called Find Your Dream Job in Portland. We charge a, a nominal amount for that. Uh, and we do offer online courses, and there, there are fees for that, as well as uh, for the tickets for our, our local events. Awesome. Tell me a little bit about this book. Where can I find it? And tell me a little bit more about it. Well, you can find it in Paul's down cool. at the Careers section. Uh, and uh, you can also find reviews about it on the Paul's website, as well as on Amazon and our website, too. And if you do attend one of our events, uh, we do include a copy of the book in the ticket price, which is typically 15 to $20. So the book itself, it takes all the knowledge that I've learned as, uh, about looking for work in Portland and puts it in eight chapters, 120 pages, and it takes you through all the steps you need to follow to have a successful job search, how to set goals, how to uh, network with people, how to do what are called the informational interviews, what to do when you go to an industry event, uh, how to present yourself in an interview, how to negotiate a salary offer, and uh, how to get ready for your next search because most of us, Lindsay, are probably going to change jobs eight or ten times in a 30 or 40 year career. So again, job hunting is a skill we've all got to get good at because we're going to have to rely on it a lot. And yeah. About how to do that. I love it. And look, tell, tell me, do you have like special sub chapters about how to get a job at Nike or Intel? Well, that was we kind of a joke, but maybe employees. not. <laughs> <laughs> and those are, those are common questions. I mean, two things that, three things really make the book unique. One, it's the only book out there about looking for work in Portland. And second, every chapter is uh, illustrated with um, just local landmarks and icons, like, you know, the Mr. Plywood sign over in Montevilla or uh, the Unipiper, you know, going down Hawthorne. And I think even, and uh, the third thing that makes it unique is every chapter has at least one and sometimes two contributions from local experts, career coaches, employers, resume writers who work here in Portland, know the local market and give valuable advice. And you'll find uh, at least one of those in every chapter. I love it. I love it so much. Um, before I let you go, I want to ask you a little bit more about this podcast. Can you tell me the name of the podcast and, and a little bit more about it? Is it just you talking? How long is it? Do you interview people? Answer all those questions. It's called Find Your Dream Job. You can. It's available on iTunes as well as Stitcher and on our website. I have two co-hosts, Becky Thomas and Jessica Black. Every week, Jessica answers a listener question. People record them and send them in, or they send us emails. And uh, Becky shares a resource that could be useful to you in your job search. And the other segment is I talk to I, a national career expert, and we discuss the nuts and bolts of job hunting. The focus of the show is to give people, again, the tools they need to have a successful job search. Because here's the deal, Lindsay. Most jobs never make it on the job boards. Uh, in fact, there are estimates out there that as many as eight out of 10 jobs are never advertised anywhere. Wow. It's by word of mouth. Yeah. So this is, uh, it's what's called the hidden job market. And you, we, when we're, as job seekers, when we're out there looking for our next opportunity, we have to understand how that market works and how to navigate it. And, and uh, we have to get really good at job hunting. And so in our podcast and our other educational and training materials, we focus on that. We try to make it as practical as possible uh, because 
while we're proud of the value our job board offers, uh, you really should only be spending as a job seeker maybe no more than 20 30 or 40% of your time looking at online listings. You really need to get out there and do informational interviews and volunteer and network. Ooh. And people struggle with that because they yeah, don't know how to do it. Yeah, that sounds hard. <laughs> it does sound hard, doesn't it? I would rather be in my pajamas hard. looking at my computer. <laughs> I know. It's much easier to sit at home. and But it, in the long run, you'll be better served. You'll have totally. a, a, a shorter job search, and you'll get a much better opportunity if you learn how to look for work and do the things I just described. And everything's hard in the beginning, but I mean all of your listeners and, and, and you as well and, and me – We've all had to master different skills uh, as we go along in life. And this is one that with practice and, and, and focus, you can get really good at. Awesome. Do you have time for one more question? Sure. Um, you keep bringing up this informational interviews thing. That's a horrible word, thing, but concept. There you go. And uh, can you tell us a little bit about what that is? Like, uh, is that, yeah, tell us what that is. Well, if most jobs are f- filled by word of mouth, uh, our challenge when we're looking for work is how do we insert ourselves into conversations about uh, the opportunities that are being filled right now. And informational interviews are an excellent way to do it. And it's not about getting together for coffee or picking somebody's brain, Lindsay. It's a structured business meeting. It runs about 20 to 30 minutes. And like any business meeting, if you call it, you're in charge. And you need to walk into that appointment with an agenda and a, a good, successful informational interview is has three parts. Uh, it, first, it lets you share your story and your goals. Second, it lets you ask three to five specific questions about an industry you want to work in, uh, employers where you'd like to find out if they're hiring, uh, objections employers might have about your qualifications, particularly if you're trying to change sectors, Whatever it is, you have sharp, focused questions. The third thing you do in an informational interview is you ask for recommendations about other people you can reach out to. And when you do this, you grow your network. So if you do those three things, share your story and goals, ask sharp, strategic questions about related to your job search, and you ask for two or three recommendations of others you can contact, what will start happening is you'll begin to hear about the employers who are hiring. You'll hear about the jobs that are being filled by word of mouth. People will introduce you to those hiring managers. And uh, the good news about the hidden job market is this. While employers hire people they know and trust or hire people who are recommended to them by those they trust, those ties can be really weak. So it could be that you and I sit down, you tell me you're interested in online marketing in Portland, I say, well, have you talked to this marketing director at, at, at this small company? You meet that person, introduce, uh, share your, your, your skills, and they tell you about a contract that's coming up. That's how the hidden job market works, and that's how good informational interviews work. Yeah, that is really powerful. And I'm guessing if I read your book and listen to the podcast, I can find out more about how to score some of these informational interviews and make them super effective. Absolutely. We have a a chapter in the book about informational interviews, and we've done a number of interviews on the podcast about this. You can simply visit the website and scroll through uh, the shows. We just recorded 
episode 130. We we publish every Wednesday morning at 1 a.m. Pacific time. So uh, I encourage you to, to go to iTunes or our website to learn more. That is so awesome. Okay, before I let you go, I'm going to turn the time over to you. Feel free to let the listeners know anything you want us to know that I didn't ask you maybe. I, I would just say that uh, the key to finding good work and work that matters and that you can love, it starts with being clear about what you want and asking others for help. Net, good networking, Lindsay, I just want to emphasize, it's not just about asking others for help, but it's also about giving. Mm. Giving without getting anything in, re- without any expectation of getting anything in return. And so uh, people who I see who are successful in their careers, they're clear about their goals, they revisit them as their career evolves, and they pay attention to the industry and, and um, the sector they work in, they, and they help others along the way. And when they do that, they get so much more in return. I love it. Wow. What a great interview. What a great message. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast. Oh, it's my pleasure. I, uh, I appreciate you doing the show. There you have it, folks. A really great interview with Mac. Thank you again for coming on to the show. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did and it helped you as much as it helped me. What a great, great interview that was. So if you like this podcast, please feel free to leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast, Stitcher, iTunes, all those things. If you're too lazy or you don't want to figure out how to do that, if you stop by our Facebook page, you could leave us a review there. That would be super fantastic. And if you really don't want to leave us a review, you can at least share it with a friend here in the Portland, Oregon area. That would be fantastic. And remember, my name is OneClickLindsay. I run TrafficAndLeads.com, the number one online marketing agency here in Portland, Oregon and we service people all over the world. It's fantastic. So reach out to us if you have any needs in the SEO, PPC, Facebook ads, or you don't know what any of those things mean, then you definitely need to reach out to me if you uh, run a small business. So until next time, this is One Click Lindsay. We'll talk to you next week.